Hey, this is an audio recording of an online resilience practices class facilitated by Frank Baird on August 11th, 2021. The topic for tonight's class is just breathing. This audio recording is made available to you free for your benefit and enjoyment. Hi, everyone. Welcome to tonight's Resilience Practices class. Let's start with what is resilience. It's the capacity and flexibility with which we meet life. This always feels like the opening credits to my show, so maybe I should make like a video of the opening credits, you know, something dazzling that says resilience, the capacity and flexibility with which we meet life. And it's made up of interrelated and complementary skills. And we are going to practice one of the, I'm going to describe and practice one of those skills now. So tonight we're going to just breathe. And uh, sometimes people go, so I'm doing that anyway. How's that supposed to help me with resilience? I mean, beyond the basic that as long as I'm breathing, I'm alive. But deliberate, intentional breathing and paying attention to the breathing. Actually, let me back up because I don't mean deliberate, intentional breathing. Sometimes there are ways of doing intentional, deliberate breathing. What we're going to do is just breathe. And the effort that we're going to make is not to breathe in a particular way. The effort is going to be to bring attention to breathing and let attention rest there. So we're going to use breathing as what is sometimes called a meditation anchor, or I call it an attention anchor. I call it an attention anchor because you don't need to be meditating to anchor your attention somewhere. Um, so what we're going to do is bring attention to the felt sense of breathing. Sometimes you'll hear uh, like meditation instructors talk about watching the breath. And I think that's a little misleading because I'm not watching it. I'm feeling it happening. Um, I might watch aspects of it, like I could sit and look at my belly rising and falling, or if I was meditating in a really cold environment, I might watch the, the steam coming out of my nostrils. But really what we're doing is bringing attention to feeling breathing happening, to feeling the process of breathing happening. And your attention can be in a variety of places related to the experience of breathing, so some people hold their experience, uh, hold their attention on the whole process of breathing. Some people will follow the breath, like as it enters the nose and travels down the back of the throat and into the lungs and fills the lungs. And then they'll follow it back out as it goes back up and then up the throat and out the nose. So uh, some people will focus like at the tip of the nose or the rise and the fall of the chest, or that sensation at the back of the throat. The idea here is we're going to find out where bringing attention to breathing rests most easily, and let that be the place that you focus and attempt to sustain the focus of attention. So notice I said easy. Ease should be a part of every practice. And so you don't want to strive. You don't want to make... Um, 
excuse me, you don't want to, you don't want to strive. Striving is the wrong energy. If what we're trying to do is be with the moment, the best we can be, then really another word for this would be relaxing into the moment. Though I try to avoid the word relaxing because it also sort of tricks us. We have these ideas or expectations about what relaxing is supposed to be like. Um, so what we're going to do is bring attention to the experience of breathing. And then we're going to make a gentle effort to let go of the need to pay attention to anything else. Because the world is going to ask for our attention and sometimes it's going to demand our attention. A thought may show up and say, look at me, look at me. Or you might have a sensation in a part of your body that your attention goes to. You might hear a sound outside or see something out of the corner of your eye. Or an emotion happens and wants your attention. So the idea is not to prevent any of that from happening because good luck with the prevention. But when you notice your attention moves, gently bringing it back to breathing, to feeling breathing happening, and doing this again and again and again. And one of the ways I think of this is this. You can't breathe in once and for all, right? Like, I'm going to just take care of all my inhales right now for the rest of my life. I'm just going to breathe in and done. You breathe in when you need to breathe in and you breathe out when you need to breathe out. And so a lot of times we get confused about what the experience of attention focus is supposed to be or what a meditation experience is supposed to be because we think we're supposed to have like laser-like attention. You place it somewhere and it stays there and it doesn't move. It will move inevitably. It will move. It can't stay there. We don't have that capacity. And that's not how things work in the universe anyway, right? Everything is temporary. So nothing is permanent. And so part of the effort that we're making is to see if we can resist judging what's happening, right? So making an effort to do something, to keep to focus our attention and to keep it in that place, but not fighting with it. And not trying to, you know, sometimes I used to do this, I would go like, ooh, I think I've focused my attention in place for quite a while now. Of course, then I would notice, oh yeah, now my attention is focused on the satisfaction I was feeling and the little narration in my head about, I've been doing this for quite a while. And as soon as I'm paying attention to that, I'm not doing it anymore, right? My attention has shifted from my meditation anchor to some thoughts about my meditation anchor. So you bring attention to the felt sense of breathing. It's inevitably going to wander off and you bring it back again and again and again. And as best you can, without judgment, without fighting, it just letting it be what it is. I have to do air quotes. Letting it be what it is as best we can. So the Overall, the, the big container for our practice is we're making a gentle effort to be present with whatever is here. Again, sometimes conceptually people get um, confused about that. If I'm trying to make an effort to be present with whatever is here, I'm also trying to do something. So is that really being present with whatever is here? And the answer is it depends, right? So here the goal is... 
I'm going to keep bringing my attention back to my breathing. And the gentle effort will be keep doing that gently, gently. And whatever is here, so the thoughts, the judgments, as best I can, noticing them, I'll notice them inevitably, but letting them go, letting them be. So what we're doing are making these efforts continuously. Continuously or intermittently? I think it's more accurately, it's intermittently, but it's going to be happening sooner or later, right? So while I'm attempting to let my attention rest on the experience of breathing, I'm also attempting to cultivate curiosity about what is happening. So the curiosity, it's twofold. One is, what does this particular inhalation feel like? Or what does this particular exhalation feel like? Most of us have done a lot of inhalations and a lot of exhalations in our lives, and it can feel like, I got this, who cares? The curiosity is, what about this breath? And we're not trying to make anything, you know, appear like if I get curious in right in just the right way, I'll achieve enlightenment. Or if I get curious in the right way, this or that will happen. The idea is, can I cultivate curiosity? Because if to the extent that I'm curious about the experience I'm having, that's going to help my attention stay anchored in the place that I want it to be. The other place that curiosity can happen is when my attention goes somewhere else, be curious about my attitude about what's going on. Be curious about where my attention goes, be curious about my attitude, and then here's the tricky part, right? I can be curious, and this is the internal dialogue I have. It's like, oh, look, there goes my attention. (laughs) Or, oh, oh, my attention was focused on thinking, not breathing right now. Right, So you're not spending a lot of time analyzing what you're noticing. Curiosity isn't like, go investigate, go analyze, go collect data. Curiosity is, oh, oh, notice what's happening. Oh, this is what's happening. So if I notice my attention wanders off, I go, oh, it went to thinking. Sometimes I'll notice why it went to thinking. Oh, yeah, I just remembered that thing I'm supposed to do. And that thing feels more important than sitting here breathing, even though I'm not going to get up and do that thing because I'm sitting here practicing, right? But noticing that, that kind of curiosity contributes to what sometimes is called insight. This way of practicing, this way of meditating is sometimes called insight meditation because, or insight practice, because we learn about ourselves in relation to these things. The other thing that we're doing is noticing where our attention is. I intend for my attention to be anchored to the felt sense of breathing, and I'll notice when it's not. Sometimes, mostly, I feel like I notice after it's not for a while. Like, it's really interesting to try to catch your attention before it slips away. Sometimes I can do that, but mostly it's I'm catching up with it. So noticing where my attention is, and if it's where I intended it to be, resting in that experience, and if it's not, gently bringing it back to my attention anchor. I'm also trying to cultivate a friendly attitude because why not? Um, I'm exploring my experience. I'm experiencing my experience. So right now, I, I like to say it this way, technically there's no reason, there's no need for judgment. 
except that we're all in the habit of judging ourselves, including around something like cultivating a practice, right? Am I doing this practice right? Am I meditating right? I always like this one. Am I breathing right? So cultivating a friendly attitude, which helps us be curious and less resistant and judgy to whatever experience we're having. And then leaning in the direction of being with I say leaning in the direction of being with because sometimes the word that is often used here, acceptance, is really hard. It feels like too demanding, too difficult to do. So I'm going to lean in that direction as best I can. So with that said, let's do this practice. Um, the easiest way to practice is listen to my voice. Um, I'm going to provide some guidance. So right now, I invite you to get comfortable. You can do these kinds of practices in a variety of postures. For today's practice, I invite you to sit or stand or lie down. And your, op your eyes can be open or closed, whichever you feel most comfortable with. And just a note about discomfort, because discomfort is inevitable in life. Do whatever you need to do while practicing to be as comfortable as you can be so that you can be present and practicing, right? So sometimes we feel like I'm not in the mood to practice or because I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable either emotionally or physically or psychologically, like the discomfort's going to prevent me from practicing and sometimes it does. The invitation here is see if you can practice anyway. It's a really powerful experience to go, I'm going to do it anyway because I decided to do it. Like my mood will not dictate whether I do this or not. You know, the, the thing about that statement is it's true when it's true and we only say it when it's true. But sometimes it's not, right? My mood is dictating whether or not I can practice right now. So if you notice you're not practicing, you're just getting triggered or engaging in reactivity or conditioned behavior. There's no need to endure the rest of the practice because there's no benefit. You already know how to do the uh, conditioned behavior. So the invitation would be interrupt. Interrupt if you can adjust and come back to practice, do. And if you can't, as best you can, let it go and feel okay-ish about that. There's plenty of opportunities to practice. So with that said, if you haven't already, I invite you to find this comfortable posture. And what you might do is settle into your body, whatever that means. Just feeling into the body, what it feels like to be in this body right here right now. Sometimes it can help to take a deep breath or three as a way of adjusting the body, sort of transitioning from I'm thinking about practice to now I'm practicing. So if you'd like, you might take three deep, full breaths, breathing slowly.
And then you might notice in your body places where there's tension or tightness. And for this practice, let go of any of that tension or tightness that you can. Our bodies get configured around the things we're paying attention to, like thoughts or emotions or body sensations. And so it can be helpful to start a practice by noticing the state the body is in and, in effect, shaking off whatever isn't needed right now. So whatever tension or tightness remains in my body because of what I was thinking about or doing or feeling earlier isn't needed right now, so... Can I let all or some of that go? And maybe I can, maybe I can't. Or if I was thinking about the future and my body is in a state of preparation for whatever that future, that later thing tonight is, then that's not needed yet. You can get into that body state later, so let go of any of that that you can right now. And then sometimes our bodies are holding tension and tightness just out of habit. And the nice thing about mindful awareness and a meditation practice like this is, for now, I'm just going to practice. So if I notice some tension or tightness that's there out of habit, because I'm mindfully aware, maybe I can let go of some of that. Sometimes I can't. It's there. It's been there for so long, it takes a lot to let go of it. But let go of is any of it that you can You might feel the body breathing. You might feel how the body breathes on its own. You don't have to make it breathe. Right now, you don't have to breathe in any particular way. Part of this practicing is notice that when you bring attention to something, often the mind wants to mess with it wants to change it, wants to improve it. Or my favorite is when it comes to breathing, I start to wonder, is this the right way to breathe? Am I supposed to be breathing like this? Do I always breathe like this? So noticing any effect of the mind, and as best you can, letting go of that, and just 
feeling the body breathing. You can trust the body to do this. It doesn't need management. The mind always feels like it needs to be in charge. So letting the body breathe. For this practice, we're going to use breathing as our attention anchor, a meditation anchor. Breathing is a very convenient anchor because it's always happening. It's always available as a place to direct attention, to focus attention. And because there's nothing you have to do right now. You might be doing something, but nothing you have to do related to breathing right now. Letting attention rest. Feeling breathing happening. And when attention wanders or gets pulled away, and you notice, gently bringing attention back to feeling breathing happening. Noticing where attention is now. And gently bringing it back to breathing. You might notice where it's easiest for you to feel breathing happening. And if you'd like, if you know, just let attention go there. Or if you'd like to explore for a moment, you might, you might explore if it's easiest to feel breathing at the tip of the nose. To feel cool air entering the nostrils and warm air exiting.
Or maybe it's easiest to feel breathing happening at the back of the throat. Air moving in, air moving out. Maybe it's easiest to feel breathing happening with the rise and the fall of the chest. Maybe it's one of these places, maybe it's a combination. Maybe it's all of them, or a combination. Letting attention rest wherever it's easiest to feel breathing happening. Noticing where attention is now. And if you can, cultivating a friendly attitude, a playful attitude about where your attention is. If it got away, oh, it got away. I'll go get it. Sometimes people will use the metaphor of a puppy my attention is like a puppy. And sometimes I tell it to sit and stay, and it does. And it looks very cute when it's sitting and staying. And sometimes it runs off. And it's really cute when it's running off. Can I have that kind of an attitude toward my effort and my attention? Maybe, maybe not playing around and bringing attention back to the felt sense of breathing.
just breathing. times like this, the mind has a tendency to do one of three things. One is become very much absorbed in the experience of breathing, becomes very focused, very stable. And this tends to be a state you can't make happen, but you can cultivate. Or Sometimes what attention does is it feels like something needs to happen, so it generates a thought. It generates a feeling. It brings attention to a sensation, so it can think about that sensation, feel about that sensation. It creates some content to pay attention to. Or... If there's not enough stimuli going on, if the brain isn't interested enough or curious enough in what's going on, then often it thinks it's time to go to sleep. So the adjustment that you make is noticing where attention is. And if it's on the felt sense of breathing, you let it be there. And if it's drifting off into sleepiness or drifting off into thoughts or feelings, you bring it back to breathing. Sometimes it helps to adjust the body if you're having an especially challenging time bringing attention back. So you might take three deep breaths as a way of giving the mind some more stimuli, right? Three deep breaths are going to involve you in a way that sometimes helps bring the mind attention back. And sometimes if you're sleepy, taking three deep breaths on purpose 
and revitalize attention a little bit. You might also notice if you're sleepy or tired, try adjusting your posture. Sit up a little straighter. Or if you're lying down, shift to a sitting posture or a standing posture. And if you notice the mind is becoming very, very active, energized, it's wanting to be anywhere else but here, acknowledging that, take some deep breaths and bring attention back. Let go of any tension that you find in your body, either new or returning tension. When the mind starts to get active, the body's going to get configured around that activity. So one way to interrupt that is to notice my body state. Oh, tension, tightness, coming back or new or noticing more subtle tension or tightness and letting go of as much of it as you can. Noticing where attention is now. And notice what attention does when you hear me say, as we near the end of our practice tonight, does attention stay or return to the felt sense of breathing? Or does it do something else? Just noticing whatever's happening is happening, and there's nothing wrong with it in terms of practice, just noticing. As we near the end of our practice for tonight, if you'd like, you might express some appreciation to yourself or gratitude for taking this time for yourself, for developing this practice, these skills for the self-care. The world always wants our attention, and some of us only give ourselves attention in a mean or critical way. So it's really an act of generosity and kindness and compassion to pay attention to ourselves, our experiences, and making that friendly, gentle effort to be. Instead of judging, just being. 
So each time we practice, we might have more or less success with that. But it's the effort. So if you'd like to express some appreciation to yourself for this effort, do so. You might either just feel it, or you might use words like, thanks for hanging out with me. I'm grateful for your attention. Or I appreciate your practice. Or even just thank you. Thank you. And to conclude our practice, if your eyes are closed, you might open them. And you might move them around and move your head around, shrug your shoulders, stretch, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, smile or yawn if you'd like. And this will conclude our practice for tonight. Thank you for your practice. <laughs>